Unleavened Bread Ministries presents From your hands, your feet, your side Unleavened Bread Bible Studies with David Eels Can quench my thirsting soul Pure as water made me whole Let your streams of mercy flow Oh Jesus, I trust in you Greetings, saints. Many blessings to you. Thank you for joining us today for the Unleavened Bread Bible Study. And Father, we thank you so much for your awesome promises. Uh, thank you so much for showing them to us, too, because the enemy doesn't believe them, which gives us a distinct advantage. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to study Faction Cannot Prevail. Yes, indeed. Some wonderful things in here. And uh, we're going to start off with uh, Tiana Fire's Revelation, Be Watchful. 12, 23, 22. She said, I dreamt that UBM were all part of an army. And David Eels was the head of the army. Uh, David represents the Lord Jesus as general and uh, the body in Christ. Um, this is a representation of the corporate man-child body. Yep, and, and indeed uh, it will be um, coming to pass much more quickly when the catching up to the throne happens, right? Thank you, Lord. Uh this is a wonderful revelation. I just want you to hold on and think very quickly. <laughs> so all the brethren were living together on an island or an isolated island. If the enemy wanted to get us, they would have to go by boat. Well, it's the same when you realize that this refuge will be like a big ship in the midst of waters on both sides created by fault lines the Lord told us would be there before we actually found the area, you know. Um, and those fault lines open up with the big earthquakes that are coming and which break up the country. It would mostly, except for the stern, be accessible only by water, just like it says here. The enemy didn't know where our camp was located. And when we fought the enemy, we would always go to the enemy's camp. Well, always keep the enemy on the defensive. We are to go on the offensive, right? Amen. And in one accord or unison as an army. The brethren did everything together in unity. And when we went to the shops, we would go in groups. Proverbs 14 and 11. 11 and 14, excuse me, word, no wise guidance is people falleth, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. Amen. There were many different enemy army types that had different camps. All the armies were completely different. There were enemy armies of possessed people, witches, human donkeys, 
human goats, human pigs, and other types of animals, which are very descriptive of uh, the wicked, right? So this is representing the unclean vessels and the factious. Leviticus 10 and 10, and that you may make a distinction between the holy and the common, and between the unclean and the clean. There was a female witch who had been pretending to be part of our army as a spy. Uh, That's in the later stages of infection. Uh, She participated in the fellowships, but she got exposed and went back to the witch army. Well, factious people are exposed, she says, by the light of the Lord. This is true. Titus 3, 10, and 11 tells us a factious man, after a first and second admonition, refuse, knowing that uh, such is perverted and sinneth, being self-condemned. Yes, this is true. We had already taken over three different enemy camps, and they were now run by us. Well, that sounds a lot like our personal camp here and our missionary camps in overseas because um, they're doing a great job, too. David was now in control of what happened to those camps, at those camps. At this time, we were all at our base camp and in training. Each of us would get uh, many trials each day where the enemy would spiritually do anything they could to get each of us not to seek God. Well, this is true. I mean, the enemy is in the hands of the Lord, and they are permitted to do only what God wants to bring a test to us, okay? First Peter 5, 8-9, Be sober, watch the devil, your adversary, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour whom withstand steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are being accomplished in your brethren which are in the world. Many distractions would come up, and the enemy would use anything he could to keep us from seeking God. Some people had uh, family members trying to distract them. For others, it was food and so many other random and hidden tactics to try to stop us all from seeking God. 1 Corinthians 7 and 35 says this, And this I say for your own profit, and not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for what is seemly and assiduous towards the Lord without distraction. Right. Everyone shared the crazy things the enemy tried to use against them that day and what they did did to stop it. Uh, and she went on to say, revealing the enemy's plans and sharing what was done to defeat them is edification for the body in Christ. Yes, indeed. This is all practice for the things that are coming. Uh, much larger scale is coming in the tribulation period of the same things that we've gone through, right? But we will be immune at that time. We have already learned our lesson, and we don't need it again. Psalm 10 and 2 says, In the pride of the wicked, 
the poor is hotly pursued. Let them be taken in the devices that they have conceived. Uh-huh, that does happen. When God's through doing it, using them, that's what happens. Psalm 21 and 11, For they intended evil against thee. They conceived a device which they are not able to perform. This is true. They think they can do anything. They're giving, going after the lusts of their flesh, but they don't realize that they're being guided by God, even as vessels of dishonor. And Father returns their curses on their own heads and also hinders their abilities to accomplish their evil. So, news came to David that all the remaining enemy army camps had all teamed up as one team to come against us, because our team uh, had already conquered others. Yeah, Psalm 83, 3-5 says, They take crafty counsel against thy people, and consult together against thy hidden ones. They uh, have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. Against thee do they make a covenant. Yes, it's against the Lord. So, yes, we've had uh, witchcraft from Catholic black masses, Coptics, JWs, all from the Middle East. The faction here, the witches around the world sending curses to Christians in general. The corporate army has to fight this battle. It's nothing that we can't handle, you know, by the grace of God. David and others spoke to each other to come up with strategies for defensive and offensive warfare. Now, it was basically the whole world against us. Someone told David what to do if someone got surrounded by many members of the enemy, and they were all alone. I said to them that our God translates up places, and he can take us anywhere, anytime. In other words, he can remove us from harm's way, anywhere, anytime, right? And later in the dream, we were all gathered in a large pool that was of all different levels, and we were spread out in different rows. A pool is also used to identify groups of people from which we can draw uh, from like assemblies of God's people who are also on all different levels. The water, it's kind of hard to have the water on different levels, you know, so it's really talking about levels of people's existence, right? We were all looking to the front and praising God. Philippians 3 and 14, I follow on towards the mark unto the prize of the upward calling of God in Christ Jesus. There was a donkey that had started uh, following Jesus, and he fellowshiped with us all. He was standing in the back row, praising, and I was on the other side, also in the back row. Um, well, a donkey is a stupid or obstinate creature, right? Um, general... general <laughs> Genesis 16 and 12 says, And he shall be as a wild ass among men. 
His hands shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell over against all of his brethren. Yep, we have some of those too. Suddenly the donkey came up behind me and tried to stab me in the back. Well, that's kind of a factious thing there. They do stab you in the back, right? Uh, They don't want to face off with people that can tell the opposite story or show the witnesses, right? I quickly ran in the pool to the lane in front to tell the others, and uh, the donkey chased me. And that's, I believe, representing Judas. That's what she put, and I believe that too. One brother then uh, cut the donkey's head off as he came into the lane. But then the donkey changed form into a clear bubble of liquid poison and was moving around inside the water. Well, poison represents the lies, slander, false doctrines, and accusations being spread in the body of Christ. Because these people hate the gospel, and they hate people getting saved. So they're going to do everything. The demons in them are going to do anything they can to stop us. But this is our this is our practice. This is our boot camp. You don't win unless you have resistance, right? So Deuteronomy 32, 31 through 33, For their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. For their vine is of the vine of Sodom. Yes, it is. And the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of gall, and their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of serpents and the cruel venom of asps. I alerted the others so it wouldn't touch them. And they saw it, and we were all swimming to get out of its way as part of our duty to be watchful and avoid the fiery darts of the enemy with discernment. Ephesians 6 and 16 on down says, In in all things taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. Uh, Also in uh, Luke 21, 34-36, But take heed to yourselves, lest happily your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, that's overindulging in anything, really, and drunkenness and the cares of this life, And that day come upon you suddenly as a snare, for so shall it come upon all that dwell on the face of all the earth. But be watchful at every season, making supplication that you may prevail to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. And then I woke up, she says. Amen. Well, here's another one. Called it Deceived Lady Gaga Wants the Children. And this is a play on words, too. Uh, the, the children can be physical children or spiritual children of God, right? And this is Tiana Fire, 2 I dreamed I was on a walking journey to a UBM location, and there were heaps of other people walking there also. The area we were walking in was a public location with buildings all around, and there were different people of all different ages on the journey. 
Uh, and she said, this represents the body of believers on the way to a refuge. Soon we will see why. But journeying towards the unleavened bread of the gospel. The Lord then brought my attention to a specific person who was walking in the group. It was a woman. She was wearing a big cream-colored hat, and she seemed to be trying to hide her physical identity. Well, the cream or off-white color represents um, holding a form of godliness, she says, or pretending to be uh, pure while hiding sin and the true nature of the heart. Uh Uh-huh, this is true. It does happen. All right. The Lord then opened the spiritual realm in the dream and showed me that this lady was the famous Lady Gaga, representing a corporate body of people around the world. And you already know her reputation, so I don't need to add to that. I saw that she was involved in pure evil activities, satanic worship and other evils. And in the natural, this popular music artist is extremely well-known and would not be able to hide in public. It's also well-known that she is involved in pure evil activities. Gaga is also a play on words for speaking nonsense, uh, not making sense when speaking. True. The evil she was involved in flashed before my eyes, and I saw hurt and deception from a young age and trauma she had, which eventually led into all sorts of evil. I seemed deceived and struck. I saw she was uh, knowingly involved in uh, the worst sorts of evil in this world, but I saw that she also didn't know the truth about Jesus and the reality of the consequences of life or or eternity without Jesus. I felt that all this stuff she was involved in was forced and that there was no escape for her. I saw that right now in this moment in the dream she was here for evil intentions, and she was on the prowl for children as she was being forced to get a child. Well, she has this woman pretends to walk with fellow believers but is involved with evil and is completely deceived due to her past hurts. The lady then turned and looked at me and she had green eyes. And she put green represents jealousy or envy. Uh, in her eyes I saw high ranking fallen angels and I was shocked as I rarely see these high-level demons in people. The demons knew that I could see them, and as soon as they knew that I saw them, they went back to hiding within her. I sensed in the spirit that she could see that I knew who she was and her intentions and her deep nature. She couldn't understand how I knew but she could feel that I knew. She knew I wouldn't make a scene about her identity, so she just spoke plainly to me. She told me she needed to get a child and would give me a giant 
amount of money for one of the children that was on this journey. Yep, these uh, demons are constantly going after the children, right? The child they want to control in their perversion and excess um, is their spiritual man in some cases, but in other cases it's physical. And or else it is a, um, a child of God. It was an insane amount of money uh, in the millions. And I told her that she wouldn't get any of these children. And they are all protected by the blood of Jesus and holy fire. I felt all this protection come around us and all of the children. And I sensed that the presence of, sensed the presence of the Lord. The deceived, jealous lady is being used by someone to gather the immature into to her side. Yes, this is like the faction. They're always looking to be a predator of some child of God, and sometimes even children, too. She was then unable to handle being in the presence of the Lord, and her body started wobbling, and she stopped walking, and she sort of fell to the ground to a sitting position. I stopped walking and turned to her and told her that the only way out of all the evil that she is in is Jesus. It was as if she had no hope to get out of everything that she was in. She was stuck. Yes, and there are people out there that are so hopelessly taken over by demons like faction people, and they don't know how to get out of it. But it's Jesus. Need to call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. Saying this to her was an answer to her prayer. I sensed that she wanted to get out but had no way. She was so very oppressed and seemed bound. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, let us also, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. She told me that if she left, they would kill her. Well, that's true. Anybody that would leave their ranks, they would send witchcraft after them and kill them. And they sent witchcraft after other people in, in the body and killed them. Yeah. Um, not without God's ability and, uh, you know, uh, permission. It seems she was scared to not only repent from the evil, but also scared to expose it. She said they would know even if she changed her mind, and I felt that she was referring to the fallen angels monitoring her. I said, Jesus is greater than all of them, and he is the only way to escape. And I said something about it's better to physically die with Jesus than without Jesus. I felt I said all God wanted me to, to, and I continued walking with the group of people. She was left behind on the ground as if physically weak, but she was thinking. 
I had much peace knowing that everyone was now protected, especially the children. The group ended up walking through a bush and then on to what seemed like a large property. To the right, we had to turn off to go to a UBM house, and I turned to go, and a few of the children did too. Most of the people in the group just continued walking straight past the turnoff as if it was invisible to them, or they didn't want to really go there. Well, let me say that angels will guide people to the refuges and others will not find it, and uh, as we've seen in other dreams, because if they're not supposed to be there, um, after... The, the people are purified. They will not pass through there again. The, the faction will not pass through when the, ch- the bride is purified. So even though the house was physically locked, when I opened the door, it just opened to me. I looked around and no one was inside the house. And I went into the group prayer room. Everyone was together in the prayer room on their knees. The room was a square room, and David and Michael were each in a corner praying, and the others were in the middle, and everyone was traveling in prayer for everything, or travailing in prayer for everything, especially for the protection of the saints. So I got to say, that she says too, pray in unison for the factious, deceived woman. Yes, amen. Okay, we named this one Judas, Marie Kelton, five ten twenty three. Last week, while I was at work eating lunch, the song by Lady Gaga. This was interesting because they hadn't, you know, heard one another's dreams. Um, called Judas started playing in my head. At the part of the song where she said, "Whoa, whoa, I'm in love, Judas." I then got a random verse after that, and I landed on John thirteen twenty six. Jesus therefore answered, He it is for whom I shall dip the sop and give it him. So when he had dipped the sop, he uh, taketh and giveth it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Yes. I then got another verse after the one above because I wasn't sure about it. I landed on Jonah 2 and 8. They that regard lying vanities forsake their own mercy. There is also this verse, John three nineteen through 20. And this is the judgment that the light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than the light for their works were evil. For every one that practiseth evil things hateth the light, and cometh not unto the light, that his works be not reproved. Yeah, the wicked don't want to be um, shown for who they are, so they like to come out, stab in the back, and run back, right? I didn't think anything of it at the time, but uh, the Lord brought it back to mind. Yes, amen. Okay, we call this a word for UBM elders about faction. 
Claire Pinar, 510-23. I received the email request from the prayer team uh, to pray for you, David and Michael, and the UBM ministry. I know there are many good uh, prayer warriors doing exactly that. I had done similar earlier that morning, and I asked the Lord if there was anything He'd like to say to you directly to encourage you. Here's the message from the Lord sent humbly through me. Do not be discouraged by my sons. This In this late hour, much must happen to reveal the lawless among you. It hurt me when Judas betrayed me because I loved him like my own. You will come to have the more have more love in your hearts with every faction if you let me have my cleansing perfecting work do not fear and do not stumble now cling on to the faith that once was and for all was delivered unto the saints i am the author and perfecter of your faith trust me with your lives your families with the ministry You are kept weak so that my glory may shine forth from you. You are kept humble so it is easy to praise me. I am well pleased with you both. I know every step that you must take on your journey as I too took those steps. You are being cleansed. My body through bruises uh, is also being cleansed. This is uh, so much to look forward to. Um, There is joy unspeakable waiting for all those who continue in me. I love you and will never forsake you. You are more than worthy servants. You are my friends and brothers. Take it all patiently and seek only that which is good and faithful and true to edify my beautiful bride. Well, amen. I received that. Well, here's some verses that correlate um, that are not exhaustive, but um, Matthew 25 and 23 says, His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will set thee over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Yes, when you come through your trial successful, you'll be able to be used in a bigger way, right? Isaiah 28 and 16, Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone of sure foundation. He that believeth shall not be in haste. 1 Peter 1 and 8, whom not having seen you love, and on whom, though now you see him not, yet believing you rejoice greatly, with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hebrews 15 and 5. Be ye free from the love of money, content with such things as ye have. For himself hath said, I will in no wise fail thee, neither will I in any wise forsake thee. The Lord knows what He's doing. <laughs> we shouldn't be anxious and troubled about anything. He knows what He's doing. First Peter 2 and 20. 
For what glory is it if when you sin and are buffeted for it, you shall take it patiently? But if when you do well and suffer for it, you shall take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. John fifteen fourteen through 16. You are my friends if you do the things which I commanded you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my Father have I made known unto you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, and that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. And Jude 1 and 3. Beloved, while I was giving all diligence to write unto you of our common salvation, I was constrained to write unto you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered unto the saints. Yes, we want their faith, right? Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, let us also, seeing that we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, Lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, and it should be the same with us, despising shame and hath sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Oh, boy. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. And he has said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Amen. Matthew 3.17. And lo, a voice out of the heavens, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Amen. Well, I want to tell you, this next title is Faction Will End for the Bride. And this is Claire Pinar, 5-6-23. I represent the bride as per uh, Revelation 19, 7 and 8, because my name means brilliant, like the lampros garment of the bride. Verse 7 says, Let us rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for let us give glory unto him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. How is that? And it was given unto her that she should array herself in fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. That's how you get ready to be chosen for the bride. And Rion represents the corporate man-child, as his name means, little lion king. I've dreamed that Rion was traveling somewhere like a in a desert in a white utility vehicle. The vehicle was perfectly clean, despite being on such dusty highway. Well, Matthew 4 and 1, he gives. Uh, then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. I was at home in our white house at the end of the street. Suddenly a huge 
Afrikaans family came hurtling down the road for a family reunion. There were easily 50 members in this family. At first, they tried to come into my yard. The Afrikaans family represents Rion's brethren. If, if Rion represents the man-child in this dream, then the family represents the apostate harlot. It's not my mother, tongue. I simply said no. Then they tried to get into the White House next to my house, which was number four. Four represents the world. Well, the world will certainly accept them, I'm sure. There were 50 people. Notice, there were 50 people, which is the number of Jubilee, freedom. Every 50th year, all leased or mortgaged lands were to be returned to their original owners. And all slaves and bonded laborers were to be freed. So, like the slaves coming out of Egypt, you know, going back to their property, the promised land, the land of promises, right? So, this little parable is in Luke 25 and 10. But the man-child bride's house is not for the servants or the slaves, but for the sons. So, these uh, slaves cannot enter in. They opened the door to house number four, which was the world, easily, and it was unlocked and poured, and they poured in faster than I could blink. It was a massive operation. They meant business. They had four by four vehicles. Let me say the factious leader has one. They had camp gear, camp kitchen gear, sleeping bags, tents, and food. All the women had dark hair, which means submitted to darkness. It was like watching a highly organized sting operation. It was intense. I kept on telling them, this is illegal, this is unlawful, and this is wrong. Well, they don't pay any attention to anything like that. They break every law of God and man, and they have no conscience. You will be thrown out. Stop it. In the dream, I felt like I had to keep my, my street clean and clear of these people, truly. The house next door represents uh, an organized faction attack as seen. That's what we're going to see, really. They're not in the body of Christ, okay, um, because they are unforgiven. If you don't forgive, you're not forgiven. You're not in the body of Christ. And do not belong among the people of God, just as they don't belong in the White House or in the Bride's House. For they are their enemy, and they are refused according to Titus 3, 10, and 11, as we read before. So some of these family members heard me, but most didn't even see me as they were so focused on executing their own portion of their jobs. These people are focused on evil works, she says. And I thought, and separating the body from its leadership to install reprobates. That's what they want to do, especially the lust of the leaders, is to take control of UBM, right? 
Uh, James 3 and 16. For where jealousy and faction are, there is confusion and every, every, every vile deed. Remember that. Yeah. Second Timothy 3, 7 and 8 says, Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Even as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also withstand the truth. Men corrupted in mind and reprobate concerning the faith. They never answered me in English. The main man, which is the factious leader, right? A big burly man with a black sleeveless biker's jacket which represents, I believe, living in darkness. And red hair with a red beard. Now, this is not in the natural. This is a spiritual description, right? This is the sign of Esau, who hated his chosen brother. The Edomites had that red hair, right? He kept on telling me in Afrikaans, it's okay, we did this in 2011. And it was fine. Well, the factious leader did exactly this in 2011. Amazing, you know. I said, listen to me. This isn't 2011, and you are not welcome. Well, 2011 is when the factious first attacked our fellowship and were rejected by them. And she went on to say, that family's moved on. We're the new family here, and we're not part of your family. Get away. I called Rion on my mobile phone and told him to come immediately, but all he said was, I'm coming as fast as I can. I'll be there soon. (laughs) Come quickly. If he represents a man-child, which I don't doubt, uh, come quickly, Lord Jesus. We appreciate you. So this is a massive uh, faction attack before the man-child arrives. Well, it's been happening. And they're they're, uh, throwing stuff at us constantly. But you know what? We're getting hardened. Praise be to God. The Afrikaans family then set up camp on both sides of the train tracks that run next to our house, as well as all the way up to the street to house number one. I kept on rebuking these people. I was exhausted, but I was not going to stop telling them to go. Be warned that they will overrun those of the rest of the body of believers that are not shackled to grace through obedience and repentance. So do not let them in your house. Amen. The main man again, the factious leader, then showed me a picture from his phone that had a picture of our house. So that's the bride's house. But with the old green roof. Okay. He said, this is where we're supposed to be. No, they're not the bride. Not by a long shot. This is where we're supposed to be, right here. And we're not leaving. Well, of course, when they brought envy and jealousy, green, into our body, uh, they were rejected. 
and so today. I said, clearly you have the wrong house. See, we have a red roof. But seriously, she said, we we received a new roof two months ago, and it's red. <laughs> we uh, plead the blood of Jesus. It's only the blood that saves. It saves completely. It cleanses completely. It's not a house for jealousy. Only God's grace in the blood of Jesus. He looked at the roof, and one by one, this large family started leaving in drips and drabs. If you're going to keep on um, trusting in the blood and holding to the word, they will erupt and leave. And since 2011, they have been dribbling out. And the factious leader left uh, three times himself and is on the fourth time, which is his last. But he don't come in this time. We had a sister uh, years ago uh, saw him leave three times, and the fourth, he never came back. So that's where we are now. And later she saw him die and go to hell. Very clearly. In fact, she was running beside him as he was taking his trip, watching him. And as they left, they started speaking curses on Rion while he was absent. Yep, that's the main one they're after is the man-child. They hate the man-child. Um, to the point where I clearly heard the words, Cancer. And we're killing him, both in and out of the dream. Well, that won't be as easy as you think. <coughs> but um, they've tried to kill me many times, and I was uh, very cognizant of it. And uh, I'm sure they're doing the same thing with other people out there that are in a place of leadership, you know, and holding to the word and whatever. You know, uh, and I clearly heard the words cancer and we're killing him. I woke up and rebuked it in the natural over Rion's body. Yes, uh, the factious leader will try to get his people to curse uh, the man child with witchcraft. But it was uh, the David man child who killed the Edomites and brought them into bondage. Their curses will be returned to them according to the word. That's not something we have to do. It's uh, quite a natural thing. Psalm 109.17, Yea, he loved cursing, and it came unto him. It is the word of the Lord. And he delighted not in blessing, and it was far from him. And that's true, too. He clothed himself also with cursing as with his garment. And it came unto his in, in, into his inward parts. There it is. There's the cancer. Like water and like oil into his bones. Then I fell back asleep, continuing to rebuke it while I entered the next part of the dream. And she said, we pray the blood of Christ over our bodies, which is the house, and these attacks must leave. Amen.
At this point in the dream, Rian was separated from us in a shopping center. Now the bride and her fruit are still separated from the man-child. And that's because this is speaking of the anointed man-child who was caught up to the throne. You know, he has not returned yet. And so that's why there's a separation. He was found in a rat exterminator van. He was getting rid of the factious sons of perdition, meaning destruction. That's biblical. Uh, the factious rat out of the man-child in whom uh, Jesus lives. They rat out the man-child. Hmm. However, my dad, representing the father, went to fetch him in another white car almost immediately afterwards. And again, they crossed a desert. Well, just remember this. When Moses, the man-child, had gone through his personal wilderness or desert of self-denial, the father brought him back to bring Israel as a type of the church there to meet him and out of danger of the evil faction, right? My mom and I were holding my son Daniel and waiting for Rion to arrive. And in this dream, my mother represents the original gospel that we hold fast to so that we can keep our personal inner man-child safe. It was so intense as I knew we had to leave together as a family, and it was imperative that he was with us. Yep, that's uh, family salvation, right? I saw a vision in the dream of the white car my dad was driving. Uh, dad here is, I believe, the father, and uh, and a big black and big black vehicles were trying to push him and Rion, the man-child, off the road as they made their way back to us. So. What we can see here is that they want to hinder the father and the man-child from saving the bride, who is often cast in dreams as the bride. Amen? You know, at this moment, they are trying to hinder us from saving Eve, who they finally took captive uh, in her house with witchcraft slander curses after years of hating her for her dreams, which were revealing their sins. She is there to be a witness. They don't know that, and they don't believe it either. But she's there, from God's point of view, to be a witness of their destruction. Psalm 37 and 34, Wait for the Lord and keep His way, and He will exalt thee to inherit the land. And when the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. So there's the bride, the one who once was typed as the bride, taken captive by uh, witchcraft. I was just asking the Lord what to do for Eve when this dream came to me. And the time of this dream must be very close for reasons you will see. I thought the vision was shaking like someone was shaking an iPad screen. But then I realized it was an earthquake. 
Ah, that's important for timing. Where Rion and my dad were, there's an earthquake. You know the man-child is coming back in an earthquake? Mm-hmm. In the midst, and here the man-child is coming back to do what? Save the bride and judge the faction. Okay. So in the midst of these attacks, the man-child will come and deal with the faction as the Lord did the Edomites who hated and killed their brethren. And we have had a few dreams that the man-child came at an earthquake and we see in Scripture and a vision below too. Marie Kelton just saw a vision on May the 12th, 2023. She said, During the meeting, I had an open vision of the Lord. He was huge with, and really tall. I was only able to see the bottom of his linen garment and the sandals on his feet. I saw the Lord walking as the floor cracked in front of him. The cracks on the floor looked like fault line cracks. I then heard a voice say, When he walked, the earth trembled. So this large body of Christ, you see how I'm identifying it? It's a large body of Christ. Is Jesus in the man-child body. He comes during an earthquake to destroy the Edomite faction who is attacking the bride to save her. How interesting that God has set everything up on stage here. Yeah. Isaiah 63 and 1. Who is this that cometh from Edom with dyed garments from Bozrah? That's the sheepfold, the Edomite sheepfold. This that is glorious in his apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength, I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. The Lord is really taking some glory about coming to save the bride and take down the faction. He is disgusted with their evil works. And uh, verse 2, Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine vat? I have trodden the winepress alone of the peoples, and there was no man with me. Yea, I trod them in mine anger, and trampled them in my wrath. And their lifeblood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my raiment. After the shaking, she said, in a flash we were all at a fueling station. That's what they call it over there. And this must be done quickly, let me say. The reason there's a flash here. After the earthquake, uh, I've looked at the places the earthquake is going to ha- actually happen. and uh, But before the stations run out of gas, uh, because the earthquake will cut off the fuel supply pipelines coming up from the refineries in the south. So this is why people, after the earthquake, need to quickly go and tank up. I'd say do it before the earthquake. (laughs) We were fueling up while, uh, excuse me, we were fueling up white and silver cars ready to leave together. Where are they leaving to? I would say to the wilderness, probably. 
the vehicles of the sanctified ones that are represented by the white and silver. And when the man-child defeats these spirits of darkness and lawlessness, represented by those big black vehicles, the bride body and the man-child body will be refueled with the latter rain anointing. Hmm. Joel 2 and 23, Be glad then, ye children of Zion. Who's going to get it first? That's it, right there, ye children of Zion, the bride. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he giveth you the former rain in just measure, and he causeth to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat. In other words, a lot of fruit's going to be born when the, when the outpouring of the Spirit comes. And the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. Yes, and they were chewing on God's crop. But he said he's going to restore. He's going to smite them. And he's going to restore. So this great restoration from years of the curse, which includes, of course, the faction curse, they are a curse on the body and a curse on the world because they hinder people from being saved. 26. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And you shall praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. Wow, that's um, unlike the faction, because they will be put to shame. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is none else. And my people shall never be put to shame, he repeats, like the, like the faction will. Okay. Okay, here's another one more. Witchcraft and faction. Claire Pinar, five eight twenty three. I dreamed I was uh, packing up our home to move. I believe it's probably into the wilderness. I had my Bible on our bed, and at the very top of the pile, I was make I was making to pack. So she had a pile she was putting together to pack and put the Bible right on top. I went into the kids' room to get a few things, and when I came back, the Bible was on fire. And some things were missing. Someone had tried to destroy the Bible and steal my stuff. Well, the faction do both. They will steal your stuff, (laughs) and they will destroy your Bible. And especially if you catch their demons, because you catch those demons, you will not know what the Bible says, and you will not want to know. So, we've worked very hard to prepare the Word for the people going into the wilderness. And uh, the faction has worked hard to destroy and to steal. Um, The factious leader took down our site full of Bible teaching. Uh, When we stopped him several times from seducing a married woman, and he was caught seducing a young girl, too. Apple told us that uh, the only one who could have taken our rebuild of the site immediately uh, as fast as we put it up was 
the only one who told them to contact him as soon as anything was changed on the site. So there's only one person that could have done this. And that was their words. So, and this was the factious leader. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't tell us the name, uh, but they told us what was happening and how that this person was able to do this. We told them the name and they said, yes, that's him. <laughs> uh, so we can uh, put him in jail anytime we want to for a lot more reasons than this. The FBI have contacted, uh, have been contacted, but we left out his name out of the report uh, to wait on the Lord's timing. The Lord told us to wait. We waited. There is a timing. He knows that we know, but he foolishly keeps on destroying. Why would we bother going to the FBI? Because we are a surety ship, uh, and I am the surety for this body. It makes us where we can become or be an unregistered church. It's legal this way. But I'm also responsible for when people steal things to report them. Okay? Because something turns up missing, then your uh, surety ship is in danger. We were shown many times that he was using witchcraft to kill our people spiritually and physically. Still, we have no unforgiveness to him. We know he's just taken over by demons. That's what happens when you're taken over by demons. You're nasty, right? Uh, And who's going to take him down? Well, the man-child Jesus. He's going to take him down. That is the man-child in whom Jesus lives. I hollered to Rion and kept on spraying my Bible with a flame retardant. (laughs) The front cover completely burned off, and there was also a bullet hole through the Bible. Uh, She says, bullet holes represent the witchcraft attacks on those who hold to the context or contents of the Bible, not just the cover uh, of what it represents. The uh, field trials we go through... um, Uh, reveal the word inside, right? And I'm going to say the factious hate the inside of the Bible. They do not bother to read it, and if you start quoting it, they will leave. One of the cashiers from the Independent Growers Association, the IGA, um, came and said he knows why it happened, and he knows who did it. Oh, who did that to the Bible? He opened my Bible, and there was a little Polaroid picture of Helena cutting a cake. Helena was uh, the mother of the first Roman emperor to supposedly convert, (laughs) although he didn't actually do that. Uh, The person in this photo in the dream is uh, very thin, small, and has strawberry blonde or very light red hair, uh, denoting rebellion. So this woman was the mother of apostate Christianity. Hmm. The red hair identifies her as Esau's seed. The Edomites 
who had red hair and hated their chosen brethren, uh, Jacob and Israel, as a type of the church. The Roman emperor was Constantine, who uh, perverted Christianity, mixing it with other religions to bring unity to his kingdom. And as you know, when you mix Christianity with a bunch of garbage, it doesn't do any good. It's the word that works. Don't add to or take from it under penalty of the curse at the end of the book, right? Our factious leader uh, could not use the Bible, which identifies him as and his sin. So he mixed psychology and psychiatry while claiming falsely to be a Christian and destroying the word. Mm -hmm. Then he told us who it was that was doing this. And he was describing himself. Hmm. Well, the factious always blame someone else for what they are doing. Always. Always. Whatever they tell you that the leadership is doing, that's what they're doing. So we sent him off and told him not to come back again, just as in the dream above. As he revealed himself, he became angrier and angrier at us. Yes, that's that's what they do. And I thought he was going to do us harm. I was most concerned that he destroyed the Word of God. Well, this young man represents being both immature and factious because they destroy the Word of God. And I woke up. I asked the Lord for a word by faith at random and received John 13 and 20, with my finger on, received. He that receiveth whomsoever I send, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So whatever we do to the least of Jesus' brethren, we do to him. If he doesn't receive those whom the Lord has sent, uh, and it's easy to tell whom the Lord has sent. They're not powerless people. You know, they've tried time and time again to take me down. And uh, the Lord God is with me. And I love him. And I want to obey him constantly. Here's the next revelation. The factious destroy themselves. And this is me. <laughs> I received this text twice by faith at random. That usually should tell you something. Uh, and it was when I was asking about the faction and uh, this situation that we're in. You know? And I would say, listen to this carefully. God is speaking prophetically of this time. Proverbs eleven seven through 9 When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish. In other words, the things he wants to do, the wicked evil that he wants to do, will be gone when he's gone. And the hope of iniquity perisheth. His hope of doing evil uh, perishes with him. The righteous is delivered out of trouble. Why is that? Well, we just told you why. 
his hope of iniquity perisheth. And the wicked cometh in his stead. Oh, the wicked cometh in his stead. The righteous are delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in... Uh, so this is a turnaround. Hmm. With his mouth the godless man destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the righteous be delivered. Now, I want to share something with you. The first day, I got verses 7 and 8 of this text. Uh, Proverbs 11, 7 and 8. When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of iniquity perisheth. Well, next to this 7 and 8 verse, there was an old note next to it, which spoke of Eve's dream of being taken captive by two factious men who are in perversion and witchcraft, and another of their death to get together, their death together. So we we see here that their hope of evil will perish with them. They killed many spiritually and physically, and Eve was conquered by witchcraft to correct her and to be a witness. We don't know they don't know that, but we do. We do warfare for her and others as we have in the past, and we have faith for them. We did warfare for the um, the uh, factious leader for a while until God kept giving us what his will was, and so we backed off. Uh, well, just remember, Judas died when the man-child did. Yes, before the, before the man-child was resurrected, Judas died. And because of this, the righteous are delivered out of their hands. In the very next verse of that text, a remnant in uh, the faction that are captive to demons of witchcraft and faction will be set free along with all those righteous that they have tested and have overcome outside of the faction, right? In other words, the people that they persecute and they're tested, they're going to be free. And we have been shown that the war to come will take down many of the wicked. So here's that next verse. The second time I got this verse. Next time I came to this text, I got this verse, the very next verse. The righteous is delivered out of trouble. And the wicked cometh in his stead. So here we see that God turns the tables on the wicked and they perish in order to deliver the righteous from them. It's always this way. The next day, I got verse 9. Okay. And it says, With his mouth the godless man destroyeth his neighbor. This is spoken curses and slander which enter the listener to take them captive because it's demonic. And if you don't, if you're not obedient to the Lord and you're not obedient to the verses that protect you from this and you listen to these slanderers, that those demons will enter you. Yeah. Uh, but through knowledge shall the righteous be delivered. 
What kind of knowledge will deliver the righteous from these evil people? Well, knowledge such as the understanding that Jesus gave us authority over all the power of the enemy. And Mark eleven twenty three and 24, which is about casting down the mount of corruption that actually he was crossing at the time when he talked about plucking up this mountain and throwing it in the sea, right? And the power given when we believe we have received. Verse 24. Like the fig tree that bore no fruit, they wither. Okay, Joel three nineteen through 21 Egypt shall be a desolation, and Edom shall be a desolate wilderness. So there's your faction. For the violence done to the children of Judah. That's the children thereafter. Uh, because they have shed innocent blood in their land. They have shed much blood. So some people, even innocent blood, uh, go home to be with the Lord. That's not a bad thing. Heaven ain't bad, as I've always said. Verse 20, But Judah shall abide forever, and Jerusalem from generation to generation. And I will cleanse their blood that I have not cleansed, for the Lord dwelleth in Zion. Yeah, they tried to move into the Zion building with the bride, but it it didn't happen. They went into the world instead, right? Well, the blood of the old man with the Adamic sin nature has to give way to the blood of Christ, uh, which, which is how we're saved, right? He said, I will cleanse their blood that I have not cleansed. So he's going to finish a job on them. Isaiah 49, 25 and 26. But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. Oh, praise the Lord. That's God's promise. For I will contend with him that contendeth with thee, and I will save thy children, and I will feed them that oppressed thee with their own flesh, and they shall be drunken with their own blood. Well, it seems like the prey that they're so eager to snatch uh, is going to be set free. I would consider that Eve too. Okay, Judas hung himself with his own hands, and the righteous saw this. In other words, they destroy one another with their despicable words and actions that they partake of. Why? Because evil companionships corrupt good morals. Some of them weren't perverts when they went into the faction, but they are now. Because there's no conscience to hold them back. So they fall into anything the devil wants to trip them with. We have proof of this. As with sweet wine, and all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. He's coming to save. He's very glad about it. He's very angry at the wicked, and he's coming to save. You know, Abimelech and the men of Shechem, and also Jehoshaphat and the three armies that uh, have been given to explain the destruction of the enemy spirits and their flesh 
by their own hands because they killed each other off in these two instances, right? Isaiah 51, 11 through 52 and 3. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return. They're bought and taken, right? The ransom. The ransom has been paid, right? The ransomed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. This is the first group to come, right? First fruits. Uh, and they're returning from captivity uh, to the demonic faction dragon of Babylon, right? And everlasting joy. So this time it's going to be joy. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Why would they be sorrowing and sighing? I mean, well, it's because of constant harassing by the wicked, and it's over. I, even I, am he that comforteth you. Who art thou that thou art afraid of man that shall die, and the son of man that shall be made as grass? Just to be mowed, right? And 13, And hast forgotten the Lord thy Maker. Well, they forgot everything they learned from UBM and the Word of God, and they study psychology instead. And it can't save. So that stretched forth the heavens and, and laid the foundations of the earth. In other words, he is mighty to take down all oppressors. He's telling you how great he is. Stretches forth the heavens. Laid, what, does he have any problem with oppressors? No. When it's time, it's time. And fears continually all the day because of the fury of the oppressor when he maketh ready to destroy. Hmm. So it's a time when he's making ready to destroy. And I believe they are making ready to destroy, but our God is God, and theirs is a fallen angel who has to have Father's permission to do anything to us, as seen in Job. And where is the fury of the oppressor? The captive exile shall speedily be loosed. Oh, praise God. Yes, I was asking about that. The elect remnant shall be saved from captivity to the wicked. And he shall not die and go down into the pit. Some wonder when they hear slander and railing and stuff like that come out of these people. But um, there are some captives we know uh, that are going to escape. And uh, they're not going to go down to the pit with the rest of the faction and the factious leader. And neither shall his bread fail. That's important because, as you know, with Jesus, uh, there's never starvation, right? For I am the Lord thy God, and Satan is uh, the bound strong man, and we are commanded to take his spoils. Yes, indeed. Okay, so we're going to go back to Claire Pinar, 5.11.23. And we call this Sweaty Rats on the Ship. 
I represent the corporate bride body as in Revelation 19, 7 and 8 because my name means brilliant like the Lampros garment. Yes, that the bride wears in Revelation 19 and 8, which says, And it was given unto her that she should ray herself in fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. I dreamed I was in a ship that was on dry ground. Well, our ship that the Lord revealed to us, which is where our body is to be, like an ark, an ark of safety, our ship uh, is in the earth, and it's on dry ground. Yeah, but there's going to be water around it. Interesting. So, the ark, the secret place of the Most High, where where to run to before the flood of the judgment or tribulation, a refuge, right? I was in a, a cabin on the right side of the ship. Across from me, on the left, was a single mom of small boys. She was really struggling, dirt poor, and dirty with nothing but a mattress in her cabin. And she gives Matthew twenty-five thirty-one through 33. But when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the angels with him, then shall he sit on the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all the nations. And he shall separate them one from another, as the shepherd separateth the sheep from the goats. And he shall set uh, the sheep on his right hand, and the goats on the left. So that's the main thing you want to see here. Okay, the timing is not. Uh, All factious people are leftists. They act exactly like the demon-possessed leftists that you see in the political world because they are just like them. Um, And, by the way, a lot of those people are Satanists and uh, a lot of faction people are Satanists too because they follow Satan, not because they claim to follow Satan. So, um, the leftists are likened to, of course, tares and goats in the scriptures. They, they do not belong on the ship. They will repent or God will remove them. And he does that. He just, they just throw a fit and run off. Ah! <laughs> a few doors down from her was a couple. The woman seemed okay, but the man looked dull and cold. And, reverb- and coldness reverberated from him like a corpse. Mm. Jude 1 and 12 says, um, there, These are they who are hidden rocks in your love feasts when they feast with you. Shepherds, and the numeric does, doesn't have shepherds here because it's not numeric, uh, because it's anybody. Uh, they are rocks in your love feasts when they feast with you that without fear feed themselves, clouds without water, carried along with winds, autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. You have to be twice born before you can be twice dead, right? He was tall, with a, a black beard, and pale skin that was terribly sweaty representing being nervous or full of impurity from the inside that is 
difficult to hide on the outside. That's what sweat is, is getting rid of the impurities, right? He wore black and gray sweat plants and a hoodie. And this represents a submitted to darkness and evil schemes and hiding. You know, yeah. He was previously an owner of a food truck and he was trying to hijack the little onboard cafe next to my room. Food truck, we're, we're talking spiritual food here. He formerly did that. But these, um, she has a note here, these factious deceivers think because they had something to do with the word, the food, before, in apostasy, that they can now usurp ministries or anointings officially ordained by God. Okay, she went on, he just wanted to serve his oily, greasy flatbread instead of the beautiful, fresh salad rolls, breakfast items, and coffee. Yes, they want to serve their own type of greasy grace, their own gospel. He tried to serve his food there a few times, but each time he failed due to his own inefficiencies and inability. He is not anointed. Each time, sweet little servers would continue to serve the fresh food available to other people who were on the ship. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes, we don't want his food. We want their food, right? Which is spiritual food. He was getting angrier with his wife, too. He decided to help the poor woman opposite my door by getting her to get off the ship and to go sell food with him in his truck. Well, a note. Beware them praying on the immature. Amen. I walked past the single mom's room and thought to myself, bad idea as they approached her. Uh, then they tried to come into my room, but I said, no thank you, and closed my cabin door to them. Uh, Ephesians 5.11 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. So his little food truck was still outside the ship, and he desperately wanted to bring the cart up on the ship. But this couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. The truck was in the shape of a bee, and it was yellow with black writing on it. As you know, bees have stingers that are full of poison. It's, it's in their tails. And she said, I remember David Eels describing fear and anxiety as being from spirits with venom in their tails. Because they put you on the run, basically. But you don't need to run from these people. And religious spirits and false doctrines being from spirits with the venom in their heads, like snakes. In other words, deceptive things are in the head, right? I then felt tremendous dread as I realized that he was on board to kill people. Yeah, they are. 
However, I noticed that my cabin door was red and I knew he would not be able to come in. So these false doctrines that they will try to bring into the refugees are demonic and they only want to steal, kill, and destroy like their father. But they can't touch those covered by the blood of Jesus, she says. Amen. I agree. In John 10 and 10, The thief cometh not, but that he may steal and kill and destroy. And I came that they might have life and may have it abundantly. And I woke up. So this man and his wife seem to be in that business. The wife, of course, is the one who is the body who receives the seed of the man, right? Mm-hmm. So I received Acts thirteen forty nine through 50 by faith at random. 49 says, And the word of the Lord was spread abroad throughout all the region, but the Jews urged on the devout women of honorable estate and the chief men of the city and stirred up a per- persecution against Paul and Barnabas and cast them out of their borders. So these factious spirits of slander and lies turn people away from the word and salvation. Hmm. And she said, these factious usurpers will stir up those that are seemingly devout or honorable in the eyes of the apostates, in this case the Jews, to bring persecution against the two brothers that have been ordained to lead the rest, like the poor struggling woman. Yes, indeed. This is true. Okay, this is, we call this one Enemy Tears. Tiana Fire, 4, 24, 23. This is a revelation about the dangers of even thinking slanderous thoughts. Yes, you need to cast them down and quickly. If you have any unforgiveness, get rid of it. You are not safe. Right? I had been getting many strange attacks in the spiritual, unusual thoughts and feelings and many physical attacks all at once. I didn't mention this to my husband, Samuel, but I went and had a bath and was wondering to the Lord why all these crazy attacks are happening. I saw that there was a specific person and the enemy was giving her evil thoughts regarding me. And she was unknowingly agreeing with those thoughts, not realizing it was demons. And this gave legal right for the demons to attack me regarding the evil curse thoughts. Revelation 12 and 10 says, And I heard a great voice in heaven saying, Now has come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, who accuseth them before our God day and night. I then had a vision of a few other people from my past, and some people that fell away from the truth. And the enemy was giving them thoughts about me. And then the people were unknowingly speaking curses out of 
out loud against me. Yeah. Speaking negativity, negatively among people or about people uh, is not speaking faith for them. James 3 and 5, unless the person is in willful disobedience like the faction, and then you, you have to do what God says, and God gives dreams to tell you who he is going to judge. And it's not you judging. It's the revelations that he gives in dreams and prophecies and visions and so on and so forth. James 3, 5 through 12 says, So the tongue is also a little member and boasteth of great things. Behold how much wood is kindled by how small a fire. Yeah, a revival works really great in the positive realm, but it works terribly in the negative realm and destroys people. And the tongue is a fire, the world of iniquity among our members is the tongue, which defileth the whole body. That's why you have to be careful and listen for these people and separate from them, because they are always criticizing, they are angry, they act sweet, but they're really evil. So he said it defiles the whole body. The way you stop it? Obeying the rules. Yeah, they don't do that. They can't obey rules. They're lawless, totally. And setteth on fire the wheel of nature, or cycle of life, sowing and reaping. Right. You sow evil, you reap evil. They get more and more evil. And is set on fire by hell. This is uh, from hell. You see people like this? That's where they're from. Hell. They've been born from below, as Jesus said. I'm from above, you're from below, right? Mm. For every kind of beasts and birds, of creeping things and things in the sea, is tamed, and hath been tamed by mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is a restless evil. It's full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we the Lord and Father, and therewith curse we men who are made after the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth cometh forth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Doth the fountain send forth from the same opening sweet water and bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, yield olives, or a vine figs? Neither can salt water yield sweet. You notice that Jesus was pretty hard on the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the self-righteous people who were sinning while they were trying to, you know, lead people in righteousness, which is impossible. But when he talked to the downtrodden, he was very humble. So this is, a, this is also true today. I was able to understand the enemy was using these people to get a legal right to attack me. Hence all the crazy physical and spiritual attacks. All of this worked because God has given authority to humans that what they speak, they get. Yes, Proverbs 18 and 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. We either curse or bless, and the consequences of human thoughts and words are more powerful 
than we really understand. The Lord had allowed me to see where the mental and physical attacks were all coming from. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that's exalted against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Are you obeying the words with your thoughts and your words? Hmm. Then I heard in my spirit that because Jesus has paid the price for us, we have the power to not accept these attacks even though the enemy tries to use humans' thoughts and words against us. We don't have to allow the thoughts and words to affect us. Yep, Matthew 18, 18 and 19 says, Verily I say unto you, What things soever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And what things soever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven. So, she went on to say, we are not under the curse and we are blessed because of faith in Jesus. The attacks, the evil thoughts, the evil feelings and pains, all were put on Jesus because he paid the price to take it all away. Amen. But we still have the choice to accept the curse and uh, allow the enemy to attack us, or we can give it to Jesus, which he already took, right? Galatians 3 and 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it's written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. And she gave Proverbs 26 and 2, As the sparrow in her wandering, and as the swallow in her flying, so is the curse that is causeless, alighteth not. Hmm. As soon as I heard this, I agreed, and I didn't accept these curses and uh, idle thoughts against me, and I agreed that Jesus paid the price, and the attacks completely calmed. Praise God to all and all of His glory to the Creator of all uh, for eternity, right? First Peter 2 and 24 says, Who his own self bear our sins in his body upon the tree, that we, having died unto sins, might live unto righteousness, and by whose stripes ye were healed. Amen. Later, I went to Samuel, and he had been spending uh, alone time with God, and he had a prayer written up for me, uh, and he wanted to reveal it to me. He said, Do you agree that all curses, idle words, and all witchcraft is broken off of us and all of the brethren? that anyone that isn't wanting to follow the real Jesus will not try to contact or see us unless they are manifesting Christ, and that all of the brethren are healed, restored, and we will have enough provisions and everything is restored or replaced with better. That we will never be separated from each other and that we be godly parents to David 
forever to glorify God in all we do and that we manifest His Word and Christ in us a hundredfold all the time, that we will be His vessels used to help others uh, to be closer to the Lord, being His hands and feet to establish His kingdom, and we that receive, we receive all this now. Thank you, Almighty Father, in Jesus' name, for doing all these according to your word and promises. Amen. This one we called uh, Bulletproof in Christ, Tiana Fire, twelve nineteen twenty two. 1922 Amen. I dreamt Samuel and I were at a school at night packing up our belongings to take to the car. We then saw men in red shirts doing suspicious activity in the school. Well, the school could be the school of Christianity, you know. We know that sin is red in Isaiah 1 and 18. It says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. And though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And she said, these men represent a factious and Judas spirit. So we walked back to the car, and these men chased us and were making threats, trying to scare us. I was holding my son David, and I said to him that the men won't touch or hurt us. And they didn't. More men appeared to us, and they were right next to us and behind us and in front of us. And they were trying to intimidate us. In the spirit realm, we're talking about here. This is something that's happening in the spirit realm. They're chasing after people to try to kill them. They're um, all around them, you know, like they were all around the Israelites, right? They were trying to intimidate us and give us fear. Even though they were so close to us, they, they couldn't touch us. First John 5.18 We know that everyone... Begotten of God sinneth not, but who was begotten of God keepeth himself, and the evil one toucheth him not. Samuel and I got into the car with David, and the men kept threatening us. More men appeared, around thirty of them, and they were all angry and upset and making threats. Uh, These are the walking dead, you understand. Um, They had guns and knives and were bashing the car. The men were trying to scare us and put fear in us, but because of our faith that God wouldn't let them touch us, they didn't. You know how Jesus escaped them, right? Sometimes passed right through the midst of them, uh, so on and so forth. My son David was much older than he is in real life, and he sat on my lap. This represents the maturing of our fruit during trials. Samuel reversed the car and started to drive across the car park to the exit. And there were even more men with machine guns near the exit. I said to my son David, We are hidden in Christ, and God has made us bulletproof to build his faith and for him not to give in to fear. They were all constantly shooting at us. And that's, of course, speaking words of the wicked. 
It was so loud and they were hitting us, but nothing would break or penetrate the car. God made us bulletproof. According to your faith in one, in the one who uh, conquers us all, right? Jesus. Ephesians 6 and 16. In all things, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. So we drove out, and they chased us on the streets, still threatening and trying to hurt us. Some of them got into a van to try and come after us. Then Samuel drove up to the end of the street and proceeded on into the forest where there was a giant panda bear waiting to protect us. From a distance, we watched the men driving in their van after us, thinking they would follow us into the forest because they saw us go in there. But they turned instead and did not follow us into the forest. Hmm. Could it be black and white? (laughs) They don't know black and white. God was uh, faithful to protect us when we believed He would. However, we were tested to see if we would give in to our carnal sight and fear. I then saw the exact same thing. We were back at the school, and we saw the men again. They started chasing us. But we started walking to the car very calmly. And this time, all the people surrounded us on the way back to the car. They were all so angry and intimidating. I then said aloud, Jesus has all power and authority over you, and every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess Jesus is Lord. So, all of you start praising God right now. Philippians 2, 9-11 says, Wherefore also God highly exalted him, and endowed him with the same, with the name, above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in the heavens and and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. They all dropped their weapons and started singing in praises to God, and then I woke up. Here's a revelation uh, that happened. Tiana Fire saw this. 5, 13, and 14. Angels block factious witchcraft attacks. During our worship, Tiana saw the factious trying to attack us with witchcraft. So we started praying in tongues, and then Tiana saw small to medium-sized holy angels all surrounding everyone from all different directions, all different angles, and they were like a complete bubble of protection. And there was too many to count. And there was one big, giant, holy angel over everyone. Hmm. This is Claire Pinar in 5.11.23. We called it Bride Overcoming the Dominion of Satan. Last night I woke up at 2.22 a.m. 1 Peter 2.22 who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord, for what you have done for us in delivering us from the wicked. Amen. I started praying for both David and Michael and checked my email reading for the first time concerning the latest faction. And afterwards, I started praying for the latest victim to uh, to faction and uh, to the faction and had this vision. In this dream, I am used as a type of the bride. I saw myself in front of the throne of Satan in hell, and I knew it was hell because there was red flames everywhere. I knew he'd made his own throne. He said, bow to me. I said, I will never bow to you. And this repeated four times. And each time my flesh felt like it was being pulverized into onto my bones with intense pressure. Each time I answered and more, with more boldness. The fourth time I denied him. Light exploded from my chest and shattered his throne, and he either exploded or went flying. As the Lord was using me as a type of the corporate bride body, uh, we can rest that the true members of his body will never bow the knee to the enemy. No evil will be found in our mouths uh, or our hearts. So, what's the moral of that story? Well, you just love the Word of God, and God will be with you, and He'll protect you. You just love it enough to put it in your heart so that it comes out of your mouth. The Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You put it in your brain, and the Holy Spirit will bring it to remembrance so that it can come out of your mouth in a time of need, and that's what He says you will do. Praise be to God. Well, Lord, uh, we just um, we have no hatred or unforgiveness for any man. We do want to see people protected from the wicked. Uh, we love to see the wicked turn to the Lord and uh, and become righteous and uh, go to heaven and even be a part of us. We love to see that, and um, we pray that it will happen. And I'm quite sure that um, the faction has come to its end. It's going to be destroyed. Uh, I'm not saying everybody in it will be. That, that's not true because there are elect people in there that are under bondage to these demons, oppressed of these demons. And um, so the elect of God will be saved. God has a plan for them. And sometimes it is even in failure or in bondage. God sent His people into bondage every time they ignored His Word. They left their promised land in shackles in some cases, sometimes even naked. And uh, and they went into bondage. And um, there they were oppressed. And they began to appreciate freedom and truth in that regard. And were ready to have God bring revival to their hearts and deliverance to their lives and bring them back to their promised land. Oh, praise be to God. Lord, uh, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for your goodness to us. 
And um, we ask, Lord, that you continue to reveal to us the enemy's uh, plots and schemes as you have. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that you have shown us um, many witnesses against them, uh, even some that they didn't know <laughs> were witnessing their sins and their evil, uh, even some that have been among them. And uh, Lord, we thank you that you are uh, setting the captives free and opening the prison to them that are bound. And this is, of course, your elect who are trapped in these situations. And, uh, you know, I've, I've noticed that uh, some people fall in and out of faction ever so often, and I don't reveal much to them because they're unstable. They're in and out, in and out. And so you have to not tell them everything that you know. And that's because they're um, subject to be taken out. And uh, so, Lord, we just praise you and we thank you, Lord, um, that you are going to reveal truth and revelation to those who are yours. You hid these things from the wise and prudent, but revealed it unto babes. You took your disciples aside and you told them the truth. Disciples, of course, are people who are following the Lord. They are mathetes, learners and followers of the Lord. These people are not falling in and out of faction, you know, and they are trustworthy. And uh, so they can understand the things that need to be hidden from the wicked. Amen. Thank you so much, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. We ask your blessing upon us, your blessing upon this day. Uh, we thank you for your goodness to us, and uh, we thank you for pouring out your Spirit. We're looking forward to that great revival and the outpouring of your latter rain. You said he will come unto us as the rain, as the latter rain. The Lord is coming as the latter rain. They're looking for him to come in the sky and take them out of here, but they're too corrupt to go to heaven. And that's why tribulation has to be gone through to soften them up, to bring them to repentance and get them prepared to enter the kingdom of God and prepared to receive the man-child Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you are working all things, you everybody out there, who is in bondage or out of bondage, who is your elect or wherever they are for this purpose of being sanctified and delivered. Thank you, Father, for that. Well, okay, saints. God bless you and keep you. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll do this again sometime. Amen. Can quench my thirsting soul Purest water made me whole. Let your streams of mercy flow, oh Jesus, I trust in you. Though the mountains fall into the sea, though the rivers rise, I still believe. Oh, your mercy stands and your word is true, oh Jesus.